coming this Halloween. The creature is out there. Oh, hell, we saw something big out there the other day. It dragged off a deer before I could get a shot. Had long arms. Claws. And for a big city newspaper reporter. Johnny Greenwald from the Seattle Times. Mind if I ask you a few questions? This could be the story of a lifetime. I'm telling you, Kim, I think I'm getting close. The creature has a way about it. You best not get mixed up in this. Best to go back up north, young fella. But you're saying there's something to these rumors. That it's real? Oh, it's real. Everybody here's seen it, but nobody wants to get near it. When you do, bad things happen. Strange things. Oh, God! Nothing happened! You sure you got it? No. We gotta gotta get... Now that it's seen you, it's only a matter of time. It got whittly, and soon... Soon it'll be coming for you. One man is on the run from a being beyond comprehension. I have the evidence. I have the photos! You just have to live long enough to get back to the city. The creature is coming. Come on. Why won't this thing start? And when the creature sees you, run for your lives. This Halloween, the creature is real. Okay, cut. Can we get another reading of that? A little more energetic, please. Oh, um, certainly. This Halloween, the creature is real. Okay, uh, that's better, but we're getting some weird audio. I don't know, something in the background. G- give me a moment. Is, is it on my end, or, or is it technical? I, I do have another session booked across town. Oh, don't worry, we'll get you out of here soon. Okay, so let's take it from this Halloween. This Halloween, the creature is... Is that blood? Why am I bleeding? Could someone get me a... Ah! Okay, that hurt. Cut! Cut! Okay, I'm not sure what's happening in there, but, um... Oh, let, let me out! Let me out! Let me out! Okay, what the hell is that? Somebody call security. Tell them there's this weird thing in the recording. Oh, hey, you slashed me, you maniac. How'd you even... Oh. Right now, I'm being chased by a disfigured monster. Could somebody call security and everyone stop gawking and run for your lives? Is this, is this for real? Is that blood? Security! Hey, what's the hurry? One man is on the run from a being beyond comprehension. Wait a What am I saying? George, what's going... What is that? Now, all the exits are blocked. None of the doors will open, and the creature... Come on, you stupid thing. The creature will not be stopped. Janice! Running out of options. One man will seek sanctuary anywhere. Under the cubicles, even the bathroom. But it's only a matter of time before... Oh, God. Oh, God. 
Why am I still narrating? Before the creature feasts on his soul! All this man can do is curl into the fetal position and await his end, knowing that his next words... Please stop. Sergeant will be his last. A creature is... The creature is real. The previous trailer has been rated by the Motion Picture Society of America. Hello, weirdos. It's me, your old pal, the generic horror host, here to bring you seven stories to melt your teeny tiny little brains. This next story is a family affair. But there's no Mr. French, and there's no Mrs. Beasley. It's a little something different called... We need to talk about your son. Hold a minute, I'm coming, I'm coming. Hello? Hi! Oh my god, I'm so sorry to bother you like this. Um, okay, so that's my car over there, it just broke down a few blocks ago. I've called AA and everything, and um, it's just... Can I help you? I'm sorry, it's just, I was wondering if I could bother you for a glass of water? My AC is broke, and it's just sweltering out, so I just... I'm sorry. I... <sighs> yeah, sure. Come on in. Are you sure? I don't mean to be a bother. I just... really... <sighs> it's fine. Come in. Getting too hot this late in the day, anyway. I don't mean to intrude. If I'm interrupting something, I can just go out... It's... The... it's fine. Don't need to pick up my kid from baseball practice for another hour. May as well have some company. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Sure. Water or juice? I got lemonade or cranberry if you want. Oh my god, lemonade would be amazing. Thank you. My kid likes it on days like this. Refreshing. You know, you don't gotta stand there. Take a seat while you wait. Oh gosh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mmm. 
Oh my god, that's so good. Thank you again so much. Well, it's nothing. You even put the little umbrellas in them. Yeah. So, what's your name? Oh, uh, my name's Rose, but you can call me Rosie. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Wait. Thomas. Friends call me Wade. Well, Wade? Thomas. Well, Mr. Thomas, I, I can't thank you enough, really. Don't know what I'd have done if I had to sweat out there till the AA came by. Sweat, probably. <laughs> yeah. So what's the problem? Can't change a tire? Oh, no. The check engine light came on, and then a few minutes later it just made this awful sound, started smoking, everything started flashing. Thought it'd just be best to pull over and call for help rather than risk trying to make it to a station or shop. Rose is a pretty name. Oh, what? Thank you. Pretty name for uh, a pretty girl. Yeah. So, got a boyfriend? Oh, uh, not really. But that's fine. Like, that's fine for me. I'm, I've got a lot going on right now. Damn shame. Well, not really. I'm, I'm sure I'll find the right guy someday, but right now, I'm just focused on spending time with my friends and family, you know? Seeing the world. Maybe go back to school. Well, better hurry up. Only got a couple of good years to have kids. Be a damn shame to waste your looks. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure I really want to be a mom, honestly. They say the best thing in life a woman can be is a mother. <sighs> yeah. What about you? I saw the trike out front, and I don't know, you have a family? Of course I do. I got a son. You're a father! Oh, that must be nice. Bet your wife and son really appreciate this tasty lemonade when they come home. <laughs> you still haven't drunk any of yours. Not thirsty. Oh. Don't got a wife. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's tough. Yeah, I, uh, I can imagine. Damn shame, you're single. How old is he? What? Your son. How old is he? What? He's, uh, he's... Why are you asking? I was just curious. Well, it's not your business. That's private. You said he's at baseball practice, right? Of course he is. How long has he been playing baseball for? That's not your... Why are you... Do you not know? That's not important. What the hell are well, you... Well, what's he look like? Don't try and change the subject, you. He looks like a... Stop that! Stop what? Asking me about my son. I just wanted to know what he looks like. He is... My son is... What's his name? What? Your son. Do you know what your son's name is? Oh, 
Where am I? It's okay, Mr. Thomas. You're going to be okay. I was... Take a deep breath. Can you look at me? Oh. Who, who are you? My name is Rose. I'm here to help you. I... I... You've just been through a big shock. I know. You're probably feeling very confused. Maybe a little bit scared. I understand. What? What's, what's happening? I need you to stay focused now if I'm going to be able to help you, all right? Okay. Mr. Thomas, can you tell me what the last thing you remember was? I was... outside. The movies. I was with my friends, Dylan and, and, and Mark. Where were you? What? I just said I was at the movies. In Jacksonville. What year was it? What? What the hell are you talking about? What year did you... Shut up! Where am I? What the hell is going on? You're in your home, in Dayton. Home? What? This is a trailer. This isn't my home. This isn't my house. What the hell are you? I told you, my name is Rosie. I'm sorry, Wade, but you've lost some time. No, 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 this this isn't right. I... What What's going on? Why are you doing this to me? I am not doing this to you, Wade. I told you. I'm here to help you. Something has happened, and my friends and I are going to fix it as best we can. What was... I was just there. I... What more do you remember? We were going to see a movie. Something... I, I, I don't... I, we went out for drinks, and, and then I went outside to smoke, and... There was this... this girl. What else? We started talking. I think... I think... I, I think we went back to her place, but I... Oh, God, what's happened? Where is she? She's not here anymore, Wade. No, that... That, that can't be right. She said she... She told me she... She came back, and... What else did she say? Tell me what happened to me. I will, I promise. But right now, we need to get you out of here to someplace safe so we can... Who the hell is we? You can't just walk in here and... and, We're a group of people who have gone through what you're going through. We help others who have run into... What? Other... Others who... Who what? The woman you went home with. Do you remember her telling you anything? Why the fuck? Answer the question, Wade. She she said she, she said she was from out of town. Did she mention anything about her hometown? No, no, I, I don't I, I don't think so. What did the two of you do? What the hell does that matter? I didn't. I'm not judging you, Wade. I just need to know as much as I can. Wade. We hooked up, all right? At least I think we did. Do you remember anything else? Anything she did or said? Anything on her person? I, I just... No, okay? I woke up and... I don't know what time it was. Was she still there? I think so, yeah. Said she had to go in early. Did she mention leaving anything? About entrusting you with something? Yes, 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 she did. I... She said she was going to leave it with me. 
And? She was gonna... said I had to be responsible to take care of it. For her. God, why does it feel like it was... It was just last night, wasn't it? We'd like you to come with us, Wade. No, no, goddammit. I'm not leaving until you tell me what the hell is going on. Wade. Mr. Thomas. I know this is scary for you. I know it's confusing. I've been exactly where you are, and I remember how it feels. You're probably feeling very tired right now, aren't you? More than tired. Fatigued. Like you barely have any energy to stand. Hello. You don't know where you are or what's happened. You can tell there are memories and stretches of time missing, but you have no idea why. You're hungry. Starved, even. Am I right? Yes. Your back and feet hurt. Your bones and your muscles ache, don't they? They feel like they've been aching for a long time now. Nausea, head throbbing, everything smells like rot and skin, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh. I'm going to help you out to my car now, okay? I'm going to get you someplace safe and we're gonna get you better, all right? Then you and me both are gonna figure out what happened to you and get as much of your memory back as we can, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, huh. Rose, right? Yes, Wade. What, what did she leave me with, Rosie? Dad? Wade, you need to get up now. Dad, who is this lady? Get up, Wade. Go away! I'm not your dad! Don't talk to it! Yes, you are. No, I'm not! Who's that lady, Dad? Get away from me! I'm not your father! Don't talk to it! Just stay with me! Dad? Dad, why aren't you looking at me? No, 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 no! I don't understand what's happening! Look at me, Dad. What is that? What, what does it look like? Wade, don't. Where was I? I was just in Jacksonville. I was supposed to study with Mark and... and... No, Wade, don't look. Don't... My skin! Why does it look like that? It's... it's, it's all... My hair! Why does it look like that, Rose? Why does it look like that? My God, what's happened to my arms? Wade, please, you have to get up. Let go of me! Don't leave me, he needs... Get away from me! Wade, you have to... Where are you going? Look at me. You love me, right, Dad? Yes, of course I, I do. You're not going to leave me, are you? Are you? No, I wouldn't. You gotta take care of me. That's your responsibility, remember? Of course, uh, of course it is. Son, 
You're going to take care of me for as long as you live. Right? Promise? I promise. For as long as I live. Kids, what are you gonna do, am I right? You buy them clothes, you buy them glasses, you get them braces, you get them books and send them to school, and what do they do? They eat your brain. Anyway, let's get to a more upbeat story. A little shaggy dog tale that proves that life begins after 40, sometimes even after retirement. Anyway, here's a story where a retired postman learns a few new tricks. It's called, I was a middle-aged werewolf. I grew up poor in the depression. Took a bullet in the left ass cheek and right calf in the war. When I came home, got married to my high school sweetheart and delivered mail in Wichita, Kansas, until I retired. After that, all I needed was my sweet Martha, a few drinks at Sharpie's, and some fishing. And then came the last normal night I would ever have. It was October 7th, 1952. I had 50 bucks on the Dodgers in the seventh game of the World Series. Everything was going swell, except for the game before trouble came in for a brew. Hey, Sharpie. George! Oh, hot Haven't seen you since you went out the pasture. Come on over here, Dougie. Sharpie, give my friend what he wants on me. You're still working the main warehouse, right? Yeah, I'm not mixing with the public if I can avoid it. I got tired of all those good doggies trying to take a bite out of my ass. Funny thing is, all those years on the route and not a one ever got me. I go camping last month and I get bit in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Thanks, George. Thanks, Sharpie. Where? Huh? You get bit. On the arm. Right down to the bone. Take a look at this scar. We were up at El Dorado State Park. Damn thing jumped up and chomped me while I was taking a leak. Jeez Louise. Hank and Tony winged it with their rifles, but it got away. Hope it wasn't rabbit. Only foam on my mouth is from this beer, George. Consider yourself lucky. That bite could have been worse, considering where you were watering the weeds. I'll drink to that. Even in the wild, that dog could smell you were a postman. A few hours later, Dougie and I were a little high, but not drunk enough to get into trouble at home. I was out 50 bucks. The sun had long gone down, and it was time for me to head home lest I get put in the doghouse. I was about to wrap it up when I noticed Doug was looking a little peaky. You okay, buddy? Uh, I don't feel so good. Uh, I, I gotta get out of here before Sharpie has to mop my lunch off the floor. Let me give you a ride. No, I, I gotta go! Good night, Sharpie. I better go see if I have to scrape Dougie up and bring him back to Madeline. Night. Won't tell anybody where I got my 50 schmackers. And I won't tell anyone how you got that ugly face. See you later. It was a bright night with a full moon. It sounded like Doug had wound up puking among the garbage cans. You, you all right back there, Andy Cap? 
Dougie? Is that you? Doug? Holy Jesus! Stay back! What in the hell? Did you see the size of that thing? He was working over your arm like it was a bowl of kibble. That sure wasn't somebody's poodle. Come back in the bar. It'll bandage you up. It doesn't look too bad. No, no. I'll, I'll let Martha take a look at this when I get back. But I'd sure appreciate it if you hung around with that shotgun until I got into the car. I'd forgotten all about Dougie and all the hoo-ha. Martha put mercurochrome on my arm, and in a couple of days it was scabbed up and barely hurting. Matter of fact, I got to feeling great, as if 20 years was shaved off me. That's the third plate you filled up, George. At this pace, we won't have any leftovers left over. I am a man of great appetites, Martha. And I've got you on my menu next. What has gotten into you? We haven't even had dessert yet. You are my dessert. Sweeter than strawberry shortcake. <laughs> George! Only thing I didn't like were the dreams. This wasn't like the ones I got in WW2. This was unrestrained bloodshed and carnage through the eyes that weren't mine. That weren't human. Just impulse and reaction. Rage and hunger. And I embraced it. I was driven forward by the pure instinct and murder ripping through everything and everyone I loved, devouring it all and relishing it. And always the dreams ended with me leaping at Martha before I could wake up next to her. Ah! George, did you have another nightmare? It's okay, Martha. It's okay. That dog must have scared you more than you thought. You haven't slept a full night since. At least I'm waking up next to a beautiful young lady. Oh, George. A few weeks later, sometime after dinner, who shows up but Dougie? And he was looking pretty twitchy. George! Thank God you're home. Good to see you, too. What brings you to this neck of the woods? Tell Martha you have to go. I've got to show you something before it gets dark, and we have to drive a little. Is everything okay? No time for this! Let's go! Let me tell Martha. Where are you taking me, Doug? Away from town. Away from people. Why? You know what day this is? Wednesday. It's the full moon, George. Then I'd rather have Martha with me. You're not my idea of a hot date. This isn't a joke. Get out. You gonna tell me what's going on? Do you remember what happened at Sharpie's last month? That was a full moon, George. You mean that big dog that bit me? I knew it! I knew you got bit! What in Sam Hill are you talking about? It wasn't no dog. It was me who bit you, just like I got bit. What kind of nonsense is this? Are you drunk? The moon is coming out. Can't you feel it? I had to get us away from people. That's just crazy talk. But it wasn't crazy talk. I could feel it skittering across my brain, just like my nightmares. Dougie was already on the ground, twisting and changing. I convulsed as I felt myself stretching. 
terror. through the woods and the fields, and I was starving. Starving like I had never been starving before. Through Hunter's eyes, I remember seeing chickens and a cyclone of blood and feathers. As the fields gave way to suburban streets, I sensed I was somewhere familiar. I could see a shadow in the window of a house that I knew and smelled something alive. Here, doggy. Here, boy. And it came out, toe-headed and in overalls, smelling like a T-bone steak. Hey, Rover, you hungry? You like peanut butter? The stuff he smeared in my mouth was intoxicating, even if it did stick to the roof of my mouth. You like that, boy? Can I scratch your back? He scratched the base of my spine, and suddenly, all I wanted to do was kick out my leg in wonderful, maddening satisfaction. But then, he stopped. You want to meet my dog? Maybe you can be my dog, too. It was too much. I sprang forward, blinded by deep red bloodlust. Screams in my ears, distant sirens. But all I felt was a need. A hunger to devour. I woke up naked next to a stream. I washed myself off, found an old jacket in a nearby barn, and made my way home. There was a police car parked next door, and Martha. George! What happened? Where did you go? What happened to your clothes? I was so worried about you. I got drunk with Doug and got sick all over my clothes. Martha, what happened? Oh, George, it was awful. There was this huge dog running wild through the neighborhood, and it, it... it ate... it ate Dennis! The Mitchell boy? How does a dog... I looked out the window and it was looking right at me, and the boy came out and tried to play with him like it was his own dog, and... Oh, George, it was horrible! The Mitchells... The police took them to the hospital. Alice was beside herself... I was so worried when you didn't come home after last month. You don't think it was the same dog that bit you. That... that was just some mutt. The kid was a pain in my ass, but he was a good boy at heart. Jesus. But Jesus had nothing to do with it. I remember eating the poor kid, and had never felt as full or as nourished in my life. Martha chalked up my reaction to shock and a desire to be a stoic man for her. But I honestly couldn't feel anything for that boy. The Mitchells moved away. Who could blame them? Me? I was more worried about the next full moon. We've got 13 days until the full moon, George. I need to show you something in the woods. Are we going to be werewolves for the rest of our lives? I would appreciate it if you just let me collect my thoughts on the way, because I have some explaining to do. We traveled in silence until we got out into the middle of nowhere.
Doug, what are you doing with that gun? Take it. It's for you. Put that away. George, think about it. You killed that kid. You ate that kid. He, he goes went to school with my boy. You're talking. Crazy. What if you ate Mark? What if I ate Madeline? Who's going to stop us? The cops? Sharpie got me with a shotgun and now look at me. I feel great. Don't you understand? There's no werewolf hunter out there to put us down. I, I, I would, but I, I can't do it, George. I can't shoot you and I can't shoot me. Jesus, Mary, and St. Joseph. I can't. You have to. I'd rather have our wives think that we're crazy than dead torn open by our own teeth. I, I made the silver bullets myself. Three for you, three for me. Doug, there's... There's got to be another way that doesn't involve murder-suicide. If there is, I'd like to hear it. Hmm. How does this sound? That was five years ago. Doug and I, we suddenly got this interest in camping. Plan a trip every month. You know how many state parks there are in Kansas? Many with secluded spots where no one goes? Those silver bullets we put in our rifles and gave to our wives in case the monster dog of Wichita shows up at their door. Martha's come to enjoy the alone time, and she's been appreciating what effect all the great outdoors has had on me. <laughs> she calls me Georgie Prom Night and Honeymoon Wilson. We managed to find enough remote spots with enough wildlife to fill our stomachs with that we haven't eaten up any stray people save for that poor Mitchell kid. And the way I like to think about it, I may have stopped a real menace to society. After that last one, I have to go get something to eat. I'm feeling a bit peckish. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'll go get some barbecue. Time to dine on the swine, and guess what? Our next story takes you on a little trip around the food chain. It's called This Little Piggy. What? I've decided I'm not going to sell. Uh, you can't be serious. We both know this place is losing money. I mean, surely even a low offer like this gammon guy has given us is going to turn a profit. We, we can always try to negotiate the price off. This isn't just a business. This is family. It gave me focus and purpose and standing in this community. It paid for our house, our standard of living, even for that fancy college you went to. Ah, uh, but that fancy college was going to give me a life away from this. I promised I would help you until you retired. I was hoping you'd realize what this business means to our family. 
This is in your blood, son. Uh, how many of those hogs have your blood running through their veins? Stupid, baseless rumors! Gammon's offer is the best we're gonna get, you old fool. It's not enough to make me turn away from this family's heritage. It's calling! Call Gammon, father. Never! Do you know what it was like to live with all those jokes? That mockery? Hearing all the workers whisper about you doing things with your livestock? You owe me this. I owe you nothing. Do it, father. Go to hell. You go to hell, pig fucker. You go to hell. You go to hell. You, you go to What have I done? Think, 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 think. He's dead. This is an opportunity. He's in no position to run this place. He's dead, after all, which means I'm in charge. I can sell this shithole. But first, the body. Get rid of the body. Hey, guys. How you doing? You hungry? Uh, you really hungry? Ah, oh, you're welcome. Eat up, boys. Chow down. Be sure to lick your plates clean. Hello, Mr. Gammon. This is Frank Perkins. I'd like to accept your offer to buy. And you are authorized to speak for your father? My father... My father has fallen ill. He's passed on control of five piggies to me. <laughs> Excellent. <clears throat> Not that I'm making light of your father's sudden downturn, of course. I understand. Are you hungry? I've been quite busy assuring smooth passage of power. Excellent. My wife and I are going to sit down to dinner shortly. It's a little late. We are very busy people. Dinner is always this late. My wife, who is also my lawyer, will draw up the papers. Come join us. And we'll have them ready for you to sign. Creepy little place, isn't it? And that smell. Come on. Come on. Hello. You must be frank. I'm Mrs. Gammon. Wow. Pardon? I I'm sorry. Based on this place, I expected you to be... Older. Less decorative. You are one hot mama. Why, thank you. Please come in. Forgive the condition of the house. We recently bought it as a fixer-upper, and we haven't gotten up to fixing it. Oh, that must be why it smells like that. Smell? 
never mind. I have a contract right here on my desk. My husband should be along shortly if you'd be good enough. Oh, why wait? I'll be glad to sign now. You're quite enthusiastic. Would you like a drink? I would love a drink. And I'm just anxious to put this part of my life behind me. Too many memories. Scotch, okay? Scotch is amazing. Thanks, sugar. Did you know that people actually used to say my dad, well, fucked his pigs? It's terrible what people would say. They teased me about it so much, I wondered if I was related to the bacon I ate as a child. Mmm, mmm, this is really good. It's a private label. My husband and I, we are connoisseurs of food and drink, especially meat. There's a slight fruity tang to it. It's weird, but it's good. As I said, private label. That's funny. Pardon? I, <clears throat> I don't feel so... What the? I should have used a larger dose. <laughs> no, it's fine. The adrenaline of his waking will add a certain savory flavor to the sweetmeats. Ah, untie me! What am I doing naked? Who shaved my head? Where am I? Why, Mr. Perkins, we did invite you for dinner. What the hell are you? <laughs> my husband, Mr. Perkins. You're a half-brother, you could say. Half-brother? You have a lot of half-brothers and sisters. <sighs> Apparently, my husband was a mutant, a one-of-a-kind miracle. Which means I escaped the fate of all our siblings, Frank. This can't be happening! Let me go! Did they taste good, Mr. Parkins? Did they feel good as they dissolved in your belly? No, 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 no. Look, I already signed the contract. It's yours. Just let me go. I promise I'll disappear. You'll never hear from me again. Please, let me go. Open wide. Where'd you get that apple? I'm feeling rather peckish, dear. <clears throat> It won't be long, my little suckling. And what will we be having? <laughs> long pig! trough and slop it. Alright, kitties. The next one's gonna get a little bit weird. So you might want to sit down in front of your TV, tune in, 
turn on and veg out. This one's called Your Body Ourselves. This is KBSY, Big Sky, Montana. Good morning. Bye, man. KBSY is owned and operated by the Mountain Broadcasting Syndicate, serving all of Gallatin and Madison counties. Certain shows heard during this programming day will be recorded. And now, our national anthem. slipped on my arm. and WBSY's continuing effort to know your neighbors. Good morning to Big Sky and all of its surrounding neighbors. Rise and shine. I'm Joey Franks. It's currently 48 degrees this lovely morning and it's time to know your neighbors. Today, my guest is a fairly recent addition to our community, Dr. Guy Adams, head of the Sioux Foundation. Did I get that right? Uh, oh, uh, it's actually pronounced Swill. Supposedly it's Scotch Gaelic. Right, the Swill Foundation for Extra-Dimensional Contact, which set up shop in our big, beautiful landscape just last year. Welcome to the show, Dr. Adams. Uh, thank you. Thank you for booking me so quickly, but if we could forego all That's the right. Dr. Adams was so eager to say hi to you all that he asked to come to the show as soon as possible. Uh, yes, yes, uh, but because the people of this area need to know before the infection... Extra-dimensional contact. Now that sounds like something out of a comic book. Uh, it's more complicated... All right, look, we can all agree that we perceive the world as existing in three dimensions. Sometimes Great. Height, Egghead talk. But others believe it's form, space, and depth. Uh, okay. Now, if you accept that there are four dimensions, the three I've cited plus time, a possibility opens that there are more dimensions that we cannot perceive. The Sewell Foundation is devoted to finding those dimensions and hopefully make contact with beings who perceive only in those dimensions. And maybe... Just maybe open up a dialogue here where we can learn more about the nature of the universe itself. I wish I could say I understood all this. Well, that's fine. You don't need to understand. What you and the viewers at home need to, must understand, is that... Huh? Is that... We succeeded... Uh, 
the things we found on the other side. We can visualize outside of patterns of light that are difficult to focus on, but they have been waiting for us to get to the point where we could make contact. So they were friendly. Oh God in heaven, no. No, they've been aware of us for millennia, but they've been unable to, to, to transfer themselves into this dimensional interface so they can, so they can, ugh, the only word I can think of to use is feed. They want to drain us of our spiritual energies. Our souls are like a delicacy to them. So you've talked to, what, demons? Oh. There's no such things as demons. I suppose people could interpret these beings as demons. Like in the Bible? No! There are no demons. These are extra-dimensional beings that perceive realities in ways that we cannot... Okay, look, can we move on? The, the public needs to know how to recognize when they've been infected. For all you and I know, some people are experiencing symptoms right this it's the moment. end times. Wait... You let loose a plague? No, 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 no. It's not a disease. It's not a disease. It's a swarm of life forms vastly different from us, looking for host bodies to feed upon. If anyone watching is experiencing an uncommon numbness in their body... What? Not the normal kind of numbness, but, but a feeling that the part of your body is not even present. Like, like, it's an entirely different animal occupying the space your body part used to be in. <laughs> Chances are very high that you have already been colonized. Shit! Oh, my! What can our friends out in TV land do? Well, we've set up, we've set up a special phone line. C can you put up the number that I gave your floor manager up on the screen? <sighs> Alright, look, we've contacted the CDC and they are flying in. Well, they're as close as what we can get to experts in this situation. And I just want to assure the whole population that we are going to resolve this and your safety is our number one concern. But right now, we know so little that we are resorting to isolating the, um, the, the infected. Oh, hell no. I ain't gonna be no lab rat. Isolation? Isn't that, uh, extreme? It's purely for public safety. And I want to assure everyone that the infected will be treated with the utmost civility. Our biggest concern right now is denying these beings a chance to spread their influence outside the big sky general area. Right, look, we don't know how many of them have broken through down to our dimensions. There could be hundreds, thousands of these things floating around. If they're allowed to take over host bodies, they could breathe and spread throughout the entire continental United States! No space bug's gonna take me over. Wait, what are you going to do to the infected? Amputate their affected limbs? Already way ahead of you. We hope it will not come to this. The CDC are experts in this sort of thing. They're experts in virology. I guarantee that if there is a better and more efficient way to get rid of this infection, they will find it quickly. Amputation is a last resort. Nobody gonna get my limb. Not you. Not the government. Not anyone. So, what should we do until the CDC comes in? Well, 
the best thing to do is stay in your home. Do not interact with anybody. You've been exposed, haven't you? It's been three days and I'm not exhibiting any symptoms. If your viewers have not experienced this numbness. Give me liberty or give me death. Chances are ah. you are safe. Ah. But to be sure you are accepted by these beings. You need to stay indoors until this crisis blows over. Shouldn't we alert Helena? The state police. The National Guard. The one thing we have in our favor right now is how isolated Big Sky is. It's one of the reasons we chose this area for the Foundation. If this had happened in a more popular area, it would be to bear. Hey, we're trying to get some sleep. Trust Keep me, Miss Frank. This plan is the best possible we can come up with. And you, you have been integral in making sure everything will turn out fine. Ain't no fun thing gonna, gonna take me off. So, uh, Greg, Greg, do you have the phone number on the screen? Wait, why? Why can Okay. So, please, if you are experiencing that extreme numbness... We're not talking about pins and needles here, either. We're talking about a pure lack of sensation. I feel the rest. Please call this The rest of my arm. ...can be made. And most importantly, stay calm. We can get through this together. I lost feeling in my leg for four days once, and it just turned out my stomach was just Ah, yes, another day ends in the good old USA. Yeah. An invasion of viral TV mind-control aliens is bad news, and it kinda sucks. But you know what else sucks? Writer's block. Here's a story of a children's author who gets a little bit stuck on the bridge. Walking deeper into the forest, Honey the Bear, Stingy the Bee, and Lummox the Elephant came upon a river. A wooden bridge creaked and swayed in the wind. There's the bridge, Honey said, but there was a problem. The bridge was guarded by a mean old troll with ragged clothes and a sour look on his face. No one passes this bridge without paying the troll a toll, the troll said, glaring at his three friends. Who are you? Stingy the Bee asked. I'm greedy. But who are you? That's me name, the troll declared, blocking their path to the bridge. How are we gonna get across? Lummox the Elephant asked, worried about all the sick people in the town who were counting on the medicine. Lemme at him. Stingy rolled up his sleeves, ready for a fight. I don't like bullies, and he needs to be taught a lesson. You gonna teach me, Beauty Bee? Guys, there are better ways to handle this. Honey walked right up to the greedy old troll, held up a huge bear-like paw, and slapped Greedy so hard his head twisted all the way around and his neck snapped like a breadstick. Honey returned to her friends as the lifeless body of the troll slumped to the ground. 
Are you serious, McWhirter? You really want this in a children's book? Well, no, obviously not, Ed, but I can't get this out of my headspace. The story's all outlined, but every time I type it out in detail, this gross, violent stuff keeps coming out. This wouldn't have to have anything to do with a certain trouble in paradise, does it? No! It's just... We're going through a rough patch is all... She hasn't served me divorce papers or anything. I just have a lot on my mind. I I get it, Bob. I really do. But I'm running out of extensions here. The book is late as it is. Just keep writing. You've got the outline. You know what has to happen in the story. Just push past this writer's block. Try different approaches and see what seems the most like the characters. All right, Ed. I'll give it a shot. Honey walked right up to the mean, greedy old troll, held out her huge bear-like paw, and spoke in a calm tone of voice. Now, listen, Mr. Troll. It's greedy. Mr. Troll was my father. Greedy? We don't have much coin on us. But we have to deliver medicine to the next town over. I'll take that, man. But there are people who need this a lot more than you. Enough talk! Stingy's wings buzzed with anger. He wasn't patient at all. He flew over to Greedy and jabbed him over and over and over again with a stinger. But Greedy's hide was so thick, he didn't even feel it. <laughs> Is that all you got? Fine, my turn. Lummox wrapped his massive trunk around Greedy and tried to pick him up with his immense pachyderm strength. But Greedy had planted his feet firmly and he still wouldn't move. (laughs) So Lummox did the next best thing. He trampled Greedy with his big elephant feet over and over and over again until the troll was a fine red paste. (sighs) Putting aside the fact this draft manages to be more violent than the last. <laughs> That's saying something. There's also a shift in your writing tone. These characters aren't talking to each other like they're in a storybook. They're talking like they were, I don't know, in, in an episode of some Quip Factory sitcom. I noticed that too. I, I tried going more stream of consciousness with the dialogue to see if that would help. Well, it obviously didn't. I know, I know. I don't even know why you turned in a draft like this. You know I'm not going to approve it. I guess I wanted you to see what's happening here. I can't seem to stop typing it up and sending it out. It's like you're trying to sabotage this project. Not intentionally, but but that's fair. Robert, Robert, are you coming to bed? Still got work to finish. I'll be up when I'm done. Is this... is this one of those times where... Oh, no, no, no. I'm fine. It's just, I have a lot on my mind, and there's a couch right here if I need to crash. All right. Good night. I believe in you, Robert. All you have to do is stick to the outline. Yeah. Honey scolds him. Stingy tries to sting him. Lummox tries to move him, and that's it. You don't need to add the violence. You're in the home stretch. Just stick to the beats and avoid all these gory details and everything will be fine. 
Lummox speared Greedy with his sharp ivory tusks. Way to go. Make him bleed. I'm gonna do more than that. No fair. Let me get some more stings in on this bastard. I wanna make him feel the venom. Order up. Lummox pulled with all his strength and tore Greedy's top half clean off. With a toss of his head, he flung the mean old troll's torso into the distance and out of sight. His friends cheered. Yay! Lummox grabbed Greedy and tried to lift him up with all his strength, but Greedy planted his feet firmly and just couldn't be budged. <laughs> Honey and her friends looked at each other. What could they do? Force just wasn't working. Pay the toll or get lost, Greedy roared, confident they would give up. I guess we have no other choice, Honey said, looking defeated. Except to find another way. What? You can't fly, I bet. Stingy, catch. Honey threw the knapsack full of medicine to Stingy, who caught it and flew way over Greedy's head, past the bridge and straight to the next town, saving all the sick people. That's no fair! You still have to pay the toll! Sorry, Greedy, but some things are more important than a toll, like helping people who are sick. If you don't want to let us pass, we'll just wait for Stingy to come back. Fine, Greedy said, hanging his head and stepping aside. Thank you, Honey said, walking up and giving the troll a big bear hug. She and Lummox crossed the bridge toward Starlight Town, and the troll learned from his experience. The end. Save. Whew. Looks good on a proofread. I hope that'll like this version. And send. Whew. Finally got that thing out of my system. Whatever was going on in my head. Ugh. Ugh, who am I kidding? Susie, honey, I think you're right. Tomorrow, let's make an appointment with a good therapist. Susie? <coughs> Susie! Robert, Susie, honey. That's my name, or have you forgotten already? What? How can you exist? You haven't felt us telling you. We've been trying to make ourselves known for ages. Those words you type, the really violent words, all us. And we take pride in our work, but you kept ruining it. You should have let us do what we wanted. You should have let me sting that stupid troll until he bled out. And you should have let me trample him, impale him on my dust, tear his body apart. You should have let me break his neck. But we all had a talk, and we decided to do everything we're gonna do to that stinky, nasty, greedy to you and your wife. No! Don't come any closer. Wait. What? If you break his neck, he won't feel anything else we do to him. This can't... My God. Susie. Good point. 
Why don't you guys go first? That's what friends are for. Aww, you two are my very best friends in the whole wide world. The end. Oh, it just warms the cockles of my dried-up little heart when a story is brought to life like that. But, you know, it's almost time to go. I gotta get out of here. I've had a great time to... What, you... You want one more? Well, I... I'm out the door. But tell you what, sit your ass down on the couch, and I'll give you a little treat. This last one's a nice little piece of lost media for you. It's the original pilot to the classic TV show, Hoppily Ever After, called I Married the Loveland Frog. And it's the last entry of tonight. And once it's all over, get the hell out! You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Happily Ever After! Happily Ever After was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Oh gosh darn it! Would you just stay up there, Mr. Bat? Oh dang it to heck! Daddy, you alright? Oh yes, I'm fine. Just frustrated. Do you need any? Oh, oh, honey, be careful where you leave all these lights out. Someone could trip and hurt themselves. Is it the bat again? Was it that obvious? Hmm, maybe. I'm just trying to get it to hang over the dining room table so we can have a spooky dinner. It's this darn tape. I knew I should have sprung for the double-sided. Yeah, let me see if I can help. Just a little bit of non-corrosive swamp goo. And there. Oh! Does it look scented enough? Oh, yes! Thank you so much, dear. I thought I was never going to get it to stick. You shouldn't worry so much, Dodo. The house already looks absolutely spectacular. Your Halloween decorations are as marvelous as ever. I know, I know. I just want to make sure everything's perfect for the Halloween party on Saturday. Everyone's going to be there. Even Old Lady Bithers and Mayor Lynn. I'm sure it'll be perfectly perfect. But, even if it wasn't, you know, it wouldn't matter. The new neighbors really seem to like you. Old ladies' bithers can't stop bringing over lasagnas. And Mayor Lynn even encouraged you to join city council. You're almost certainly, definitely, probably right, but... But? What if you're not? 
This is our first Halloween here after the whole incident in Loveland, and I want to make it special. Really pull out all the stops for our new town. And you have. It's gonna be wonderful. Don't stress yourself. Just remember, if you're frustrated or upset, no matter how small the issue, you can always come to me for help. Oh, Guy. I love you. I love you too, honey bunch. <laughs> I better get going if I don't want to be late to work. No off day at the fish factory. Of course. Here's lunch. Will you be practicing with your little barbershop quartet after? Hoping to. <laughs> oh, dear? What? Your primordial gill flops. Oh, good catch. Thanks again, honey. I'll see you later, sugar lump. Until then, my beautiful lily pad. Toodaloo. What was that? Uh-oh. Stevie Snoopinger, what are you doing looking through my windows? You get back here, young man. Don't you dare. Ow, stupid string lights. He didn't. He couldn't have seen. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. No one's ever going to believe me. I gotta tell the guys. Now, listen. They have to. So I said, you better be paying cash up front. You did not. God's honest truth. Did he really have 12 toes? Bobby. Robbie. Bert. Oh, hey, Stevie. Jeez, you okay, buddy? You look like you just ran a marathon. I... It was, and then I didn't... Give him a sec, boys. I think his brain's still catching up to his legs. <laughs> Donnie Marshman is married to a frog man. <laughs> oh, oh, good one. Mr. Marshman is definitely short enough to be a frog. <laughs> yeah, and funny looking enough too. Oh, he's goofy as all get out. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? You're about as serious as a clown car. No, not a clown car. As serious as a, a businessman bus. Nice one. I I was just over at the Marshman's. I was looking through the window, and I saw Guy Marshman had gills. What? Gills on the side of his neck. And, and webbed toes and sticky goo and a tongue that shot out like three feet. Would explain why the missus married him. Stevie, don't be dumb. Why were you looking in their windows? Come on, Stevie. you got to get better material than that. I'm serious. Uh-huh. Sure. And I'm a spaceman. And I'm a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Why were you looking in their windows? But, but... Well, we're going to go use our sci-fi powers to head to school now, Stevie. Hope you can catch up. But... But... Catch you later, Stevie. Don't forget to get to town hall after school. Yeah, cash for hanging up Halloween decorations is easy money. Uh, I... You guys got your costumes for the gig? Yep, just uh... finished up the mask. 
Guys, I don't think we should hang out with Stevie anymore. But... But he was... Frog man. Oh gosh, oh gosh. No one is ever going to listen to me. We were supposed to get away from this sort of thing when we moved out of Loveland. But now, if anyone finds out about Guy's condition... Oh no, 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 no! We can't afford to move again. We just got here. This is going to ruin everything. No more hosting or cookouts or getting invited to the town socials. No more working at the fish factory or singing in the barbershop quartet for Guy. No more ladies' gun club for me. And definitely no getting on the city council. <laughs> oh, Custard, why can't people leave poor Guy alone? It's not his fault he comes from a race of amphibious frogmen. <laughs> They're all perfectly good people and hard-working Americans like the rest of us. <laughs> and my froggy guy is such a sweetheart. I... I... No, I won't let this happen. I just... I just have to go find that Snoopinger boy and talk to him. Explain! Surely a young man like him can listen to reason. If not... Honey, I'm home. Oh, Guy! Sure as salamanders. Hope you're ready for movie night. Oh, oh that's right. At the drive-in. It's a double feature, too. My life is a middle-aged werewolf and invasion of the pigmen. And we were going to get burgers and hot dogs while we were there, weren't we? Add some popcorn and some soda, too. It'll be the... Perfect movie date. I can't believe you got such a good spot, dear. Front and center. It's all about getting here early and not being afraid to honk the horn. And we didn't even get in a fender bender. And made great time. Which film do you think you're going to like more? Between the middle-aged werewolf and pigmen? Honestly... I'm not much of a dog person, but wolves are so majestic. I bet I'll really enjoy that one. Oh, but then again, piggies are so cute. Order up! Two county dogs, one with that relish, two sides of fries, two large sodas, one large popcorn, and a box of snowcaps. That was quick. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a million. Here's the cash, and I'll just... All right, honey. I got all of this. You get the popcorn and you drink. Sure you got all that? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, wait. I wanted to get some red vines, too. Man, I haven't had those in a while. Exactly. Oh, um, you go ahead and head back to the car. I'll be right over. Good idea, honey. See you there. Whoa. You? Uh, um... Mrs. Marshman? Stevie Snoopinger, don't you dare. You get back here. Hey. Oh, sorry. Pardon. Sorry. No, I just need to... Sorry. One second, just let me... I'm so sorry. I just... Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I just gotta... Excuse me. Whoa. Jeez. She's fast. How is she running in those heels? 
Why did you... Wait. Bobby? Robbie? Bert? You're here? Stevie, you should have told us you were coming to the movies. Yeah, instead of showing up uninvited. I... I didn't even know you guys were here. Of course we are. It's a horror movie double feature. <sighs> guys, you aren't going to believe it. I ran into Mrs. Marshman. Yeah? Is she doing okay? What? No! Mrs. Marshman, remember? Her husband is a frog man. This again. It was good for a laugh earlier, buddy, but you gotta change it up a bit. You still don't believe me? She's chasing me. I just barely got away from her. Uh-huh. Sure. Why would she be chasing after you? I told you. Because her husband's a frogman, and she's trying to keep it a secret. This is just embarrassing. Stevie, my man. Don't look at me like that. I'm not crazy. I... Stevie Snoopinger. Young man, you had better shut your ah, mouth or... Help! Help! Hey! You get... Mrs. Marshman? Oh. Uh, hello. Uh, hi. You okay? Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's just... We came out to the theaters and, um, well, I just, uh... Had to talk to Stevie about something. About him peeking in your windows? Yes, exactly. Just wanted to, uh, give him a bit of a lecture. Ha! <laughs> Me too. And about half our teachers at school. Hey, you still having that Halloween party? What? Oh, that, of course. Doors open 8 p.m. sharp. Awesome. We'll be sure to stop by. I'll make sure to save some candy for you. <laughs> well, better get back to my car. Movies to watch and all. Sure thing, Mrs. Marshman. Enjoy your night. Stay safe. Oh, dang it. I lost him again. Why is he so good at running and hiding? Oh, gosh. What if that was my only chance to explain things? What if he told his friends? Oh, no, no, no. Dodo? <gasps> oh, Guy, it's you. Of course it is. You stopped right by our car. Oh, that I did. Hop on in, Lilypad. The movie's starting. Sorry, sweetie. I uh, got distracted. It's not a problem. Popcorn's still warm. Oh, good. You okay? You look upset. What? Oh, no, just head in the clouds is all. Want a snow cap? Toss me one. <laughs> Delicious. It's all over from here. It's all over from here. Party tomorrow? Who knows who'll even show up with Stevie? Oh gosh, oh gosh. I can't tell Guy. Should I tell Guy? No, no, I can't. He's so busy with the quartet and his job at the fish factory, and he's already been through so much since we moved. I've got to deal with this myself. But how? <laughs> maybe... Maybe if I talk to the mayor, 
I can get ahead of this whole mess. Yes, that'll be perfect. Mayor Shockley is going to be at the Halloween party tomorrow. If I tell him, maybe he'll be able to cut off any rumors in town. Could save guys standing in the quartet, not to mention my chances at city council. Oh, yes, this will be perfect. Mayor Lynn, you have to believe me. Now, Stevie, you know I appreciate the creativity of your generation, but I really must say that this is a bit much, even for you. There's nothing creative about it. I'm telling you the truth. The truth sounds like complete nonsense. Mr. Marshman works hard at the fish factory. And he's a marvelous baritone in our local barbershop quartet. I've spoken to him many times. The man is not a, a lizard person. Frogman. Nonsense. But, Mr. Mayor, I saw it right there in his own home when I looked through the windows. He had gills and a weird tongue. Why were you looking through their windows? You have to believe me. Who knows what kind of threat a guy like that is to our town? Now listen, young man, I have got a lot to do today for tomorrow. We have the parade and trick-or-treat tomorrow, not to mention Mr. Marshman's Halloween party. I think you'd do best to leave people to their own business and stop snooping where it doesn't concern you. You're going to the Marshman's party? Well, of course. <laughs> Mrs. Marshman invited me herself, and it is their first Halloween in our little town. And besides, I have heard Mrs. Marshman's rosemary chicken roast is to die for. It's crunchy. <laughs> But... Run along, young man. I am very busy, you know. Ah, jeez. Another person doesn't believe me. What do I do? What do I do? There's a full-blown horror movie monster living next door, but I can't get anyone to believe me. I have to think of something. But what? Hmm. Maybe if I could get Mr. Marshman to show himself people would finally believe me. Heck, him and his wife are throwing a party tomorrow. With the parade and the party, it'll be easy to sneak in. Wouldn't even need to use the windows. Just walk right in the back door. That would be perfect. Just gotta grab my costume to blend in. Maybe find a mask so they don't recognize me. But how... Huh? What the... Ow, stupid branch. Oh, my stocking. Mrs. Marshman? Ah, uh, you're not catching me, you crazy lady! Yes! Stevie, wait! Oh, Dorothea, is that you? Uh, oh. Hello, Mrs. Bithers. I thought that was you. Whatever are you doing in the bushes for? Oh, you know, bush things. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was often in bushes when I was your age. <laughs> Why, back in my day, I was elbow deep in bush most of the time. I remember a time when I was with my friend Agatha, and we just left the prom and... Um, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Bithers, but I was actually heading home right now. Got a lot of last-minute things to do before the party. Oh, that's perfect. I was just heading that way myself. I'll join you. You've actually reminded me I have to get my lasagna ready for your little shindig. Yes, of course. Wonderful. But, um, where was I? Oh, yes, hydrangeas. All 
right. Balloons and streamers in the backyard. Table set. Roast in the oven. Apples ready for bobbing. Pin the tail on the black cat set up. I should get out some more spooky board games, just in case. <gasps> Did I remember to put the spare string lights away? Honey, everything all right? Oh, perfect. Are the spare lights put away? Oh, I tossed them up in the bedroom. Figured we could put them away later, since... Oh, my, my, my. Sorry, Mrs. Lizard Lady. Have you seen my darling beautiful wife anywhere around here? Oh, you. Honey Bunch, your costume is absolutely spectacular. Why, thank you. I've been working on it all year. And it shows. Your bird costume isn't half bad either, mister. Let me guess, you're a heron? A great blue heron to be exact. Ooh, scary. I'll say. They can eat small animals whole, given the chance. <laughs> the parade should be over soon, so guests should be arriving any time now. Sounds good to me. Think you had the right idea, leaving early. Traffic is going to be absolutely ghoulish. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the first trick-or-treaters have arrived. Well, you better go feed them. I don't want any eggs or toilet paper on our house. Right away, my lady. Happy Halloween! Hello! Oh, hello, guys. Oh, aren't you a bunch of spooky pumpkin people? Oh, gosh. This is going to be an absolute disaster. I still haven't been able to get to that Stevie boy at all. And I'm sure he's going to try something tonight when everyone is here. I can't let people find out about Guy. I didn't want to do this, but... Well, I guess I have no other choice. <laughs> Guy? Trick-or-treaters or guests? Guests? Oh, well, good thing my nifty little lizard lady costume dress has pockets. Make yourself at home. Food and drink is out back, the restroom is upstairs, and we got a horror movie on in the lounge. Oh, hello, everyone. Wait... Where did you all come from? We carpooled. Helps with traffic. Here's your lasagna, dear. Pulled it out of the oven less than an hour ago. Oh, thank you. I'll just... Mrs. Marshman, wonderful to see you. I must say, your decorations are absolutely top-notch. Oh, thank you so much. I worked really hard. All right. Tonight is a night, if no one is going to believe me, and I gotta make Mr. Marshman show himself for the frog person he is. <laughs> and with everyone here, no one will be able to call me crazy after he shows himself. I'll wait till everyone's here, get everyone's attention, and then BAM! It'll be perfect. I'll sneak in with those guys. Yes, they're quite deadly. I, I never knew. I actually got into a fight with a great heron myself a few years back. Barely escaped with my life. Why were you... More guests! Welcome, party people. Welcome, welcome. Come on in. Dottie's out back getting the party game set up. Dinner will be served at nine. <laughs> Whoa there. Stevie Snoopinger! Uh, Good uh, to see yeah. you, young man. 
<laughs> uh, and what exactly are you dressed as? I, I, you, I, I mean, you, uh, wait, seriously, wait, uh, I know. You're Johnny Appleseed, and you brought your bag of seeds with you. Uh, you got me. I was really um worried no one would recognize it. Well, your creativity has not been wasted. Come on in. Grab yourself a hors d'oeuvre and some punch. We'll start bobbing for apples soon, so you can replace your bag. Okay, <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, that was close. And that's what a frogman would do if he knew I knew his secret. Okay, where do I set this up? Mrs. Bithers? Are you all right? God damn it, Daryl. So am I. We thought you drowned. I'm fine, dearie. My intentions are just big and a bit finicky tonight. We've all been there. Do, do you want to take a break? You were down there for a long time. Oh, no. I'm going back. I... She is my hero. I didn't think she'd be so competitive about apples. Robbie, got your cheese cubes and... Oh, my God! Is she dead? No. No, Bert. Just semi-aquatic, apparently. She must do some high-caliber cardio or something. Just saw Stevie here. What? Uh, really? Yeah, he was sniffing around the food at the buffet. Why the heck would he do that? Um, boys, why don't you look after old lady Bithers for me? I just remembered I have to check... My, uh, roast. Sure thing, Mrs. Zeb. No problem. Long as I get first serving. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> it doesn't smell like flies, but what if she covered it up? Everything looks normal for a Halloween party. I bet they put Newt in the gelatin. I wonder if the punch is... Oof. Oh, sorry. Didn't see you there, Miss... Stevie, there you are. <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you. Why don't you come with me to the... basement? I just need to discuss... Ow! Did you... Did you just bite me, you little... Get back here! What if they have kids? I don't know. I am going to. Excuse me. Sorry. Pardon. Hope you're having a good time. Just gotta get through here. Uh, try the eyeball gelatin. Maybe I can hide up the stairs. Don't track your dirty shoes upstairs, you... Stevie? Stevie? Stevie, come out, come out, wherever you are. It's very rude to hide from your host. 
especially after I caught you peeping the other day. We need to have a talk about your behavior, young man. Stevie? I just want to talk. Dang it! Where could he have gone? Sorry, crazy lady. What? Oh! What? What on earth? Young man, where did you learn to make a lasso out of string lights? I don't have to tell crazy ladies anything. Now just... Stevie, I swear I will... Now, just stay in there, in your closet, and leave me alone, you psycho! That should hold her. But for how long? I need to reveal guy and past. There's no telling what that insane woman will do if she gets out. What do you mean I can't be on city council? You have to be at least 18 years old, Bobby. It's just the rules. Well, ain't that some kind of dissemination? I think you mean discrimination. Why would you even want to be on the council, young man? I hear it's a great place to pick up chicks. Oh, yes, quite. Well, at least he's honest. Uh, everyone? Everyone! Everyone listen! I have something to say! Oh, no. Dude, seriously? I can't watch. I've been trying to warn you all, but but no one's been listening. What did he say? So, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Guy Marshman is a frogman. A frogman? No, I'm not. I'm a heron. Oh, the great heron, right? Yes. No, that's not what I mean. He's a monster. He's not human. And I can prove it. <laughs> See those gills? I told you he was a frogman. He's got crazy frog tongue, too. That... That was very rude, young man. I told um, you, he's a monster. No, he is not. Honey, are you all right? You look... Is that a knife? It's okay, dear. I'm okay. <coughs> oh, that stupid bag of flies. Not only is he a monster frogman, but Mrs. Marshman knew the whole time. She's been trying to keep me from telling you all, and... Stevie Snoopinger, you shut up! Eh? Of, of course I know my husband is an, an amphibious American. I've known since the day we met back in Loveland. I, I have been trying to keep Stevie from telling everyone all week, and... And I'm sorry I couldn't stop him, dear. Oh, honey... But, but I don't care. I don't care that he's a frogman. He's as handsome and sweet and a great swimmer. He's an upstanding member of this community. He's just like everyone else. It doesn't matter that he's got a five-foot tongue or primordial gill sacs or semi-amphibious skin. He's a, he's a kind and loving husband, a hard worker, and a wonderful baritone. He's never hurt any of you. Dodo. I mean it. And if you all can't handle that, well, well, then you can just get out of my house and leave the avocado dip.
Mrs. Marshman, I, well, I don't know how to say this, but we all already kind of knew Guy was a frogman. Oh, what? What? You, you knew? Well, of course we knew. I mean, I did. Me too. Uh, same I had assumed, honestly. But... How? Well, he does have a habit of plopping out his tongue at the quartet practice. It helps me get to the deep tones. This past summer at the pool, all he was that little speedo of his. I forgot the gill makeup might wash off. I saw his ten-foot vertical leap at the baseball court. That was impressive. Oh, shucks. Thanks, kids. But, but why did you never say anything? We just didn't think it was important to bring up. Being a frog man or a frog person, as it were. Is that the correct phrasing? Either or is fine. It was none of our business regardless. But even if it was, Guy is such a swell guy. <laughs> and our neighbor on top of that. There's really no reason for it to be upsetting. I guess we all figured you two would just tell us when you wanted to. Oh, oh, you guys. Honey, have you been worrying about this all week? I... I didn't want you to worry. Oh, Dodo. I told you, if you ever had a problem, whatever it is, you can come to me. I know, but... But... Oh, I've just been a silly fool, haven't I? Oh, honey. Come here. Get down here, young man. <laughs> you apologize. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry for... Telling everyone your husband was a frogman, even though everyone already know. Oh gosh, well, I'm sorry for stopping the party over all of this. Oh, don't worry, dear, the party's still going. And quite a swell party it is. Very swell. I'll just be going. No, you're not, young man. I'm sure you can do something to make up for all this fuss. Oh, no, that's not... I insist. Maybe he can clean up after dinner. When is dinner, Mrs. M? Oh, shoot. I almost forgot. The roast must nearly be done. Don't worry, honey. I'll help you with it. Let me just... Oh, my knife. Silly me, I left it in my pocket. Oh, you? Guess I won't need this anymore except to cut the roast. What? All right, who wants dinner? You've been listening to the 2022 Echoes of Horror Anthology, produced by Thomas DJ and Nicole Tomty, with sound design by Chris Honeywell. The Creature is Coming, written by David Ellis. Chris Tyler was the announcer. Chris Honeywell was good old boy. Luke Giaconetti was the creature. Thomas DJ was Johnny Greenwald. David Ellis was the old man. Sabrina B. was the waitress. Nicole Tomty was the audio director. Pamela Jean Agalus was the secretary, and the eight TW players were office staff. We Need to Talk About Your Son, written by Anna Crawford. 
Nicole Tomty was Rose, Thomas DJ was Wade, David Ellis and Kira Hendricks were The Boy. I Was a Middle-Aged Werewolf, written by Arthur Ratnick. Des Reddick was George. Thomas DJ was Doug. David Ellis was Sharpie. Sarah Palmero was Martha. Kara Hendricks was Kid. This Little Piggy, written by Thomas DJ. Chris Tyler was Carl Perkins. Chris Honeywell was Frank Perkins. Pamela Jean Agalus was Mrs. Gammon. David Ellis was Mr. Gammon. Your Body, Ourselves, written by Thomas DJ. Chauncey K. Robinson was the station ID voice. Jim Moon was the viewer. Anna Crawford was Joey Franks. Peach Nectar was Dr. Adams. And Des Reddick was the neighbor. The Bridge, written by David Ellis. Brad Oxnum was Robert, Stingy, Greedy, and Lummox. Thomas G.J. was Ed. Nicole Tomty was Narrator, Susie, and Honey. I Married the Loveland Frog, written by Anna Crawford. Sarah Palmero was Dottie Marshman. Jim Moon was Guy Marshman. David Ellis was Steve Snoopinger. Vanessa Van Zare was Bobby. Eugene R. Hendricks was Robbie. Arthur Ratnick was Bert. Peach Nectar was Mayor Shockley. Teresa Burnside was Old Lady Bithers. And further roles were played by the eight TW players.